Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural podcast of Mind Medicine. This is Dr. Hector Chapa. I am thankful that in March of 2020, I was selected as a TEDx speaker at Texas A&M University on the topic of mind medicine, how our thoughts affect or direct our lives. However, ironically, life happened to us all. COVID-19 has taken the world to its knees, and obviously the TEDx presentation went on hiatus. This novel, Coronavirus, has taken the world hostage and has taken it to its knees. People are worried about losing their job. Medical students who have worked hard will likely not get the opportunity to walk across that stage in graduation, nor will undergraduate students, high school students, or residents who have completed their medical training. This is a unique time for the world, and it's a time for either destruction or opportunity. This is a time of widespread panic, fear, and uncertainty, and that's well understood. However, we have to keep things in perspective. It seems that every century there is a major pandemic that shocks the world. In 1720, the world saw the Great Plague. In 1820, there was a cholera pandemic. In 1920 was the Spanish flu, and now in 2020, we're dealing with this novel coronavirus. In these difficult and challenging times, it's up to us individually to make the decision to either succumb to fear and defeat or to take the challenge and to rise above. I became aware of this truth personally years ago when, after suffering with depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem, I was tired of merely surviving through life and I made the decision that I was going to thrive. So now, in these challenging times, it really is up to us to have the proper mindset, to have the proper mind medicine to get through this. I'm absolutely convinced that we as a nation and humanity as a global unit will survive through this and we will be stronger. So in this podcast, we're going to focus on mind medicine and present the power of the will. And because this is a medical podcast, I'm going to give two examples of two physicians who did extraordinary things in terrible situations just by using and harnessing their will. You see, having the right mindset really is the right mind medicine, regardless of what's going on around us. During an expedition to the Antarctic, Russian surgeon Leo Rogsov became seriously ill. He needed an operation, and as he was the only doctor on the team, he realized that he would have to do it himself. As the polar winter rolled in, 27-year-old Leo Rogsov started to feel tired, weak, and nauseous. Later, a strong pain developed down on the right lower quadrant. Being a surgeon, he had no difficulty in diagnosing acute appendicitis. It was a condition he'd operated on many times, and in the civilized world, it's a routine operation. But unfortunately, he didn't find himself in a civilized world. Instead, he was in the middle of a polar wasteland. 
Rogzov was part of the 6th Soviet Antarctic Expedition. A team of 12 had been sent to build a new base on the Shishmar Oasis. The station was up and running by the middle of February 1961, and with their mission complete, the group settled down to see out the hostile winter months. But by the end of April, Rogsov's life was in danger, and he had no hope of outside help. The journey from Russia to the Antarctic had taken 36 days by sea, and the ship wouldn't be back for another year. Flying was also impossible because of the snow and the blizzards. He was confronted with a very difficult situation of life and death. He could wait for no help or make an attempt to operate on himself. It was not an easy choice. Rogsov knew that his appendix could burst and that if that happened, it would almost certainly kill him. And while he considered his options, his symptoms got worse. As he wrote in his later journal, he had to make the decision to either operate on himself and take his own intestines out and remove the appendix, or suffer the fate of a ruptured appendix, a peritonitis, and surely sepsis. The commander in charge of the base had to get Moscow's blessing for the operation to go ahead. Rogsov then made his decision. He would perform an autoappendectomy rather than die from not doing anything. As he wrote later in his journal, still having no symptoms of eminent rupture, I knew that I had to proceed because eminent rupture was possible at any moment. Rogsaw worked out a detailed plan for how the operation would unfold and assigned his colleagues specific roles and tasks. He nominated two main assistants to hand him instruments, position the lamp, and hold a mirror which he planned to use as reflection to see what he was doing. The station director was also in the room in case one of the assistants became faint. A general anesthetic was out of the question. He was able to administer a local anesthetic to his abdominal wall, but once he had cut through, removing the appendix would have to be done without further pain relief in order to keep his head as clear as possible. He later wrote in his diary, My poor assistants, at the last minute I looked over at them. They stood there in their surgical whites, whiter than white themselves. I was scared too, but when I picked up the needle with the Novocaine and gave myself the first injection, somehow I automatically switched into operating mode, and from that point on, I didn't notice anything else. Rogsug had intended to use a mirror to help him operate, but he found its inverted view too much of a hindrance, so he ended up working by touch without gloves. As he reached the final and the hardest part of the operation, he almost lost consciousness. He began to fear that he would fail at the final hurdle. However, he didn't fail, and nearly two hours later, he had completed the operation down to the final stitch. Then, before allowing himself to rest, he instructed his assistants how to wash the surgical instruments and only when the room was clean and tidy did Rogsa actually take antibiotics and sleeping tablets. It was a staggering achievement. Most importantly, he was relieved because he had another chance to survive. Dr. Leo Rogsov's story of the self-appendectomy in the middle of Antarctica is a testament to the power of will and just how incredible things can be done when we're pushed up into a corner if we don't lose hope.
If you recall at the beginning of this podcast, I said we would cover two remarkable physicians who were a testimony to the power of will. Well, it's time for the second. I invite you to learn, as I have, from Dr. Viktor Frankl. In mental health circles, Viktor Frankl is credited as the father of logos theory, a concept based on the premise that the primary motivational force for an individual is to find meaning in life. Frankl was born in 1905 in Vienna, Austria. In 1942, Frankl and his parents, his wife, and his brother were arrested and sent to the concentration camps under the Nazi regimen. A psychiatrist by training, Frankl believed that even in the midst of dehumanizing and atrocious conditions, life still had meaning. Despite experiencing horrific scenarios, Frankl penned these famous words, Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, the ability to choose one's attitude of mind in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Said another way, the worst circumstances may take everything from us, yet the battle is ultimately won or lost, not by those external factors, but by our internal being. In other words, by our mindset. Frankel's book, Man's Search for Meaning, is still a global bestseller today. This has been the inaugural podcast of Mind Medicine. This is a testimony to the power of will and how two people, two physicians, did extraordinary things despite horrendous external situations. So I hope that that's an encouragement to you in this uncertain time of quarantine, social distancing, and COVID-19. Regardless of the external situation, we have a power within us. We have mind medicine to do incredible things if we don't lose hope. So let the story of Leo Rogsoff and Viktor Frankl encourage you and never lose hope. We'll see you on another episode, another podcast for Mind Medicine.